This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you've never watched a Rams game in your life before and you don't know what a fourth down is or how a team scores, you don't have to be an expert for enjoyment to occur. If you need a team to root for, that's what we're here for. It's not a car. It's not a bus. Hop on board, you're safe with us. Welcome to the bandwagon. He's Larry and I'm Kevin. Welcome to the bandwagon. Go Rams, go now, come on in, all aboard. Uh, welcome welcome aboard, as we say. On I think that's what we say. We're so new that we don't even know what we say yet. <laughs> you know, I think welcome aboard is a safe bet <laughs> when we're talking about a bandwagon here. So let, let's adopt that for the moment until we come up with something much more clever. Okay, oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm on board for that. Uh, that's Larry Morgan you just heard. I'm Kevin Schatz, and this is the Welcome to the Bandwagon podcast. Uh, Larry, we, we are actually welcoming someone directly to the bandwagon that is this podcast with, uh, with a guest to kind of get things going right off the bat. Yeah, I thought that, you know, with the first game of the season coming up this Thursday, it's Rams-Bills. And one aspect of the NFL season that a lot of people take very seriously and are paying a lot of attention to that I don't believe you or I are actively engaged in right now would be fantasy football. Yeah. And, uh, you know, much like a lot of other sports shows that will deal with so-called experts who I have found in the brief time I've been involved with fantasy football, don't know anything. (laughs) They are the worst people to listen to. They do not always know, much like many other sports so-called experts always make predictions on stuff and it's a it's a it's a coin toss on whether they're going to pay off or not so i thought because this is the rams podcast from the fan perspective that we would get somebody who is a huge nfl fan and a near like fanatic about fantasy football and has been involved at a high level and might be able to give us a little insight into what rams players are going to be perhaps some some diamonds in the rough or under the radar for this fantasy football season. So I would like to welcome a very good friend of mine. Well, he's he's an okay friend of mine, uh, a radio veteran here in Los Angeles, and also uh, I'm gonna we're gonna call him our fantasy football guru. Right. Mr. Andy Chanley is on with us right now. How's it going, Larry? Good to meet you, Kevin. Good to meet. Hey, welcome aboard, Andy. Good to have you here. 
Wait, did you guys say this is a Rams podcast? Ooh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Is that oh, troublesome? That clear? Yeah, I think we <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I should have done some more research. Uh, I don't know. Uh, no, I want you to know, you, you, you find me having just <laughs> returned from Burbank Airport 20 minutes ago to my home. And uh, where, I, where your home at your home, it's 106 degrees, yeah, 106 yeah. degrees here. Yes. In, in the San Fernando Valley. And uh, I, I, <laughs> a few hours ago, I took a shower in the uh, Salt Lake City Airport. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure there's a story there. I can't wait to hear it one day. Well, it's in the Delta what? Sky Lounge, but still, I, I, oh, okay. I, I felt so gritty from my weekend of a fantasy football debauchery that I, I felt I needed to cleanse myself. <laughs> my, now, see, that's the thing, layover. Andy. You got to give us some background on telling us about this group that you have been a part of and 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 give us an idea of just how seriously you boys take this thing. Oh, my God. Well, this league, uh, it, it precedes me. It was started uh, in, I think, 1999 by a group of, of big football fans who went to school here, uh, some at USC Film School. Um, I, I, won't, I won't drop names, but let me, just, let me just tell you that you have gone to see movies and you've, you've watched TV shows that have been written by a number of these people. And I only say that to, to illustrate that uh, there is money on the line. There's a good wow. amount of money on the line, but... That's not nearly as important as the personal and hurtful denigration of each other throughout five <laughs> months of the calendar year as the, the fantasy football season progresses. So yeah. it's, it's I've a, seen some of these exchanges. It's nasty. <laughs> it's, I, I, it's stuff that I would never I, I would never say out loud or think about mm. any other person. But no. you guys just go for the jugular. Somehow man. we're able to say it with love. And and I think that <laughs> that's Is it that's harsher? What, it's is it harsher in the in the fantasy football world or on the NFL field? Like, where are you going to get the harsher language? I guess is the worst trash talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's well. Here's the thing, they they dislike me because I win. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so I think I get I get you know an extra uh, an extra a bit of stick. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, as opposed to carrot uh, throughout the the year because I, I just went to pick up my fifth trophy. In, in this league. Uh, and, and this is a group of people, so you got to understand, they, if you think you know about a secret, you know, a, a sleeper, some deep sleeper on some team that nobody else is going to know about, you get in that room, everybody knows it. They, they live right. and breathe and, and just sleep this stuff. It's, it's pretty, pretty intense. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, I got to say, it's nice to win. <laughs> now you guys actually do the full thing you when you are able to travel i know you had to adjust your schedule over the past couple of years but when you travel you generally go someplace where everybody hangs like at a oh, resort yeah. Oh, yeah. or at a shared home the we, whole bit we used to go to vegas right i mean that's we most of us were here in southern california so it just made sense let's go to vegas and uh first time i went i think 2005 we we stayed at the at the hard rock right we were all younger didn't have kids yet seemed like a, a fun thing to do then the next year we thought well, here's what we'll do we'll we'll rent 
one of those mini mansions on the outskirts of the city, you know, by South Point or, or something, where they've got a big pool and sleeps 12, everybody have a place to sleep. And so we did that for a couple of years. Then we started to realize we're getting older. None of us are even going to the, the Vegas Strip anymore. We're all just, you know, we, we might as well, you know, be in, in uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, Tucson or. Pacoima. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, for as much as we see the outside. So um, what we decided to do is everybody scattered. Every fourth year, we would make a trip back east. I remember uh, nine years ago, we went to uh, Cape Cod, Barnstable, and uh, out, outside of some lovely antique shopping, uh, you know, we didn't do uh, anything, anything outdoors. Then uh, we went to uh, Portland, Maine to see, uh, you know, one of the members and stay at their place a few years ago. This year we went again to Falmouth in, in, on, on Cape Cod. And, and you're right, Larry, it might as well have been Scottsdale, Arizona. Because uh, we we you know outside of looking out the window oh there's the ocean uh, yeah it was it was all inside being being nerds well Andy let's get into it here and uh, we're gonna talk specifically about the Rams now that you've actually had your draft I hope you had a good one by the oh, way oh it uh, was, would you, you want to grade yours real quick hey it was okay, yeah, it was stellar I got I got who I went for uh, disappointed we do an uh, an auction draft I should say that so it's not just one of those snakes serpentine things where you know you go one through 12 and then 13 through uh, 24 and so forth if you have a dollar more than the next guy you'll get whoever you want uh, we oh. kind of graduated and, and it's a level of competition I urge you if you if you enjoy doing fantasy football I, I know it's scary at first we weren't sure how it was going to work out there's no way we'd ever go back it's it's an absolute wow. ball. But the answer is uh, I excelled. I put uh, everyone else to shame. And I think we're looking at a repeat. Okay. Boy, there's some confidence. <laughs> I know, right? Andy Chandler here. Was it, was it Davy so, Crockett who said, make sure you're right, then go ahead? That's, <laughs> that's what my daddy told me. So here's one question I wanted to ask before we dug into the Rams. You know, uh, part of this podcast is that uh, Kevin and I both have essentially jumped on the bandwagon, not since the Rams started winning, but when they returned to L.A. Neither right. one of us really had a team until the return in 2016, correct? And uh, so we've gone through the ups and downs, but essentially we jumped on the bandwagon of the return of the Rams. Now, I know you uh, grew up in Indiana and mm -hmm. you have been very virtually a lifelong Indiana Colts fan for uh, as long as they have been on your radar, you have yeah. been rooting for them and you still do. Now, does your hometown team or your number one team you root for have any real impact on what you do when you draft your fantasy football team? No. Or, or is it all loyalties go out the no, window? No, no. Well, yes and no. Um, okay. I, I still find it hard to draft a, a New England Patriot. <laughs> okay. Just because, you know, I, then I'll have to watch New England Patriot games and I'd, yeah. I'd rather, you know, I'd rather chew off a finger. Um, so, so that, that part is true. But uh, usually I, I try to divorce the fantasy from the reality because, uh, you know, you can get in compromising positions there where, um you know, you, you're rooting for, for uh, you know, people for the wrong reasons and so forth. And it can ruin uh, a perfectly good Colt. You know, I, I hate it when the Colts win and I'm disappointed because, uh, you know, one of the, the 
position players, one of the skill players didn't live up to their potential. I, I want that to be, uh, you know, as divorced as possible from each other. But I'll say this, and this is a thing that also applies to the Rams. When, when you're doing fantasy football, you should pick the players that you want, right? The, when you go in with a cheat sheet of, of how, you know, who I'm, I, I might pick, but you should also get rid of the ones you don't want. And when you're talking about the ones you do want, sometimes there are teams, there are organizations where things are, are put together so well. There are so many key uh, qualified skill players that you should back up the truck and just get as many of them as, as you can. Um, you know, I think that that's true in Indianapolis with Michael Pittman and uh, with Jonathan Taylor, who's the best back in football. And and I think that you know a high tide ra- it rises all it raises all boats. I think Matt Ryan is going to play at a level that he hasn't before. So getting a piece of that that operation makes sense to me. Same way with the Rams, because you've got uh, you know Cooper Cup, and you've got uh, uh, Matthew Stafford. And now you've got Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson is going to have an actual uh, pro-level quarterback throwing to him for the first time in his career. Mm. This would be great. Uh, so, <laughs> bon chance for him. But uh, <laughs> I think that when you find an organization that that puts up a lot of points, you know there there can be abundance. There doesn't just have to be one player that does well. You can you can have two wide receivers, Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson, both having phenomenal years, and uh, and things you know can work out well for you. I tell you, I've been watching uh, you know off and on the Rams over the years, and about five years ago, uh, I remember that they drafted this uh, quarterback prospect out of Cal. Uh, named Jared Goff. And I can only imagine that by now he's matured into a franchise quarterback <laughs> that we've always hoped for. Is that, what's that? Um, I'm being, I, I'm being told they I no longer. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, he's been <laughs> on a different team now. He's, uh, he's, uh, yeah. he's, he's been in a Super Bowl. He's, yeah. he's been in a Super Bowl yeah. early in his career. That's, that's right. Well, yeah, they did the Freaky Friday thing where, where, where uh, Jared Goff went to Detroit and, uh, mm-hmm. and and Matthew Stafford came west to to Shangri La, uh, yeah. but you know what the, it reminds me of this this Matthew Stafford thing. It reminds me of of a Jeff Fisher era Ram, uh, 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 Stephen um, uh, Stephen Jackson. When you used oh, to watch yeah. Stephen Jackson run, and you just think, "Oh, you poor bastard!" Mm. If you were on any other team, <laughs> you'd be on your way to Canton. You know, he was so talented. And you're like in any other situation, and I think that's kind of what's happened with Matthew Stafford. He's found all of the tools around him, an organization that's built to win, and a a, a, a coach in Sean McVay, who just knows what's going on. I I don't know if uh, you guys uh, have talked to uh, Sam Farmer or will you talk to Sam Farmer at some point? He he was on our uh, debut podcast uh, on your- actually. We talked talking giving us some uh, cool uh, Cooper Cup info. Yeah, well we, when we went down when uh we were working uh for the the uh the station that uh together that you know uh, put on the the Rams um games years ago when they first came back, um we went down to watch practice. And it was my first time at an NFL practice. And Sam is there pointing, you know, out everybody, uh, you know, all of the, oh, that, that's so-and-so, so-and-so's agent. That's, uh, you know, who, he was, you know, he knows everybody. Um, and uh, he's got a thousand stories, Sam Farmer, uh, and tells six of them well. 
And uh, <laughs> I, I love Sam. And over and over again. <laughs> it turns out. But but I'm we're watching practice and, and over on a side field over on the, uh, the where most of the action isn't happening I see uh, Robert Woods who was uh, playing here at that point and I see Sean McVeigh talking to him and it's clear he's trying to, to teach him something right he's trying to tell him what what he wants out of him and he he throws his clipboard down and gets down in a two-point stance and uh, you know waves for him to come at him checks him at the line and then you know shows him what he wants him to do in a given situation I'm like that's not something that Jeff Fisher would have done. That's mm-hmm. not something that most coaches I know could have done. Andy Reid could not have done that. And I, I realized that these people will take a bullet for him. They are, mm-hmm. They're going to play for him. And, and by God, they did. In that first year, uh, you know, getting as far as they did, and, and now last year you know, winning the Super Bowl, it, it's clear to me that he has this culture of people around there that, that want to win and want to win for him. So it's pretty exciting to watch. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, let's say that uh, those guys who are ready to go for McVeigh are hitting the field this Thursday. You've already mentioned three names right off the top of uh, obvious players that, especially, you know, Cup and Matthew Stafford, I think, were rated very highly for, Mm -hmm. you know, folks uh, in the fantasy draft. But what about a little further into that 53-man roster? Do you see... Any under-the-radar picks there that people might hold on to, keep an eye on, maybe, you know, snag at the last minute if they need to bring in uh, some reserves, to, you know, during bye weeks or somebody gets injured. Are you are you seeing some names pop up, Andy, in the Rams roster? Yeah. Uh, one that I, I want to say, and this isn't exactly a, a deep sleeper, um, but due to the injury last year, I'm pretty high on Cam Akers this year. Mm -hmm. Now, Cam Akers had the Achilles tear before the beginning of last season and then, uh, you know, misses almost the entire season, comes back, what, on the last game, I think, of the season, and then shows up in in the uh, playoffs and isn't what he was. He he was, I think he averaged like two 2.6 2.6 or something yards uh, per carry or something, as opposed to his, you know, 4.8 or whatever it was a couple of years ago. Uh, and so I think that there's a chance for people to look at that and say, oh, he's done. But to me, that they brought him back at the end of last season and he was able to play in the playoffs, uh, I think that now he is, as Sean McVay said this week, good to go. And I think that you're going to see uh, a different Cam Akers than you saw last season in the playoffs and at the end of the season. Uh, so don't sleep on Cam Akers. And his value is going to be falling in a lot of drafts, I know. He's going to fall to uh, you know, later rounds. <clears throat> so, so don't forget about him. But also, uh, don't, <clears throat> don't be the last person to pick a defense. I know that people are like, oh, you can wait until, you know, way late and, and, and don't have to pay much for them. But uh, if you get a good defense on your team, they can, they can win your league for you. Uh, and I can't think of many better 
than the Rams. You know, uh, all the, <clears throat> your favorites are coming back. Uh, uh, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and uh, they're in every draft anywhere. They're they're one of the top uh, three, four, five uh, uh, teams that come off the board. Um, again, there there can be abundance in in a team. You know, fantasy wise, don't. Don't be worried about taking Allen Robinson. Of course, you're going to take Cooper Cup, but uh, also, you know, the other players that that are going to have their touches. Uh, I think everybody can produce in uh, a situation like that. And I think that also that uh, Tyler Higby might be an option. Tyler Higby had a really disappointing uh, season last year at tight end. Uh, comp- it was it was mediocre uh, compared to what he had done before. But I wonder if Sean McVay says, you know, how much have we shown the world we were on the biggest football stage in the universe? Uh, maybe we work in some some new plays, some ways to incorporate, uh, you know, Tyler Higby uh, and get him some touches where uh, he wouldn't have before. And here's another thing. Matthew Stafford, you know, um, there's some concern about uh, his elbow. And uh, and they, they say they have him on a pitch count for practices and, and for games and mm-hmm. so forth. So uh, until he's 100%, I wonder if some of those those dump off routes to uh, to the the tight end might be something you might capitalize on. So that's something to think about. Excellent, excellent. Wow, those are great picks, Andy. That's, I'm a giver. Uh, that actually, I like to give. Sounds like you. Sounds like you almost know what you're talking about. That's great. <laughs> really good insight, yep. Andy. Thank you. Awesome. You're welcome. I, you know what? Well, I try to, I try to spin gold wherever I go, Larry. and you've done it again blue and gold this time i guess sort of it's yellow i don't know Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute coming up but uh, look uh, we'd love to have you back as we get further into the season uh we're definitely going to show me how wrong i was exactly let's see if that trophy is is within reach in a couple weeks no we will want to hear the report on how well you're doing because i i definitely know that if you are doing well we're all going to hear about it anyway so we might as well bring it into the podcast it's a given. But it's yeah, a given. Uh, th- thank you for the insight and for the stories. And uh, yeah, we'll check back with you uh, once we get a few games in and uh, see if any of this is coming to fruition, if you're uh, you're up for it. Sounds good to me. Uh, Kevin, great to meet you. Uh, yeah. I, I pity you for what you have to do for the next 17 <laughs> weeks. Uh, yeah, I'm stuck with, with this guy. Yeah. <laughs> the snarkiest person I've ever met. Uh, but yeah. I, I think uh, I think you'll make it through. Uh, fingers crossed. I appreciate your concern. And uh, yeah, I appreciate it very much. <laughs> All right. Thanks for hopping on with us, Andy. We appreciate you. Good to yeah, talk to you have guys. Have a great season. And right. go, go to the beach. Cool off. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're going to take the Nessie plunge. All right. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> All right. Take care, right. Andy. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, so there we go. Great insight in uh, to the fantasy world there, and he, uh, you know, we we talked a little bit. We mentioned there for just a second uh, the uh, the gold and the blue. Yes, and uh, I, you know, I wanted to seg right to you know we've got this opening game uh, coming up this Thursday, and I know that one of the things you're thinking, uh, Kevin, would naturally be, well, sure, the Rams are taking on the Bills, but. What are they going to wear? Oh, every time. That's the first thing that comes to mind every every single game. And since we are the fashion podcast when it comes to the L.A. Rams, Correct. it's time now for the L.A. Rams 2022 fashion show. <laughs> We're calling this Ram Glam. <laughs> yes, the team announced its uniform schedule for the 2022 season, and their modern throwbacks are taking center stage. First up on the catwalk, for game one versus the Buffalo Bills, we have White. Clean, classic, (laughs) timeless. The white jersey can be mixed and matched with a wide variety of options for below the waist. 
The Rams will truly shine as the bright white jersey will be the predominant fashion choice for the majority of the games this season. Let's hear it for white. Looking for something a little different than white? And when I say a little different, I mean barely noticeable. You won't have to wait long because games two and three will be the exclusive opportunity in 2022 to see the Rams clad in bone. 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 When white is just not quite right. But eggshell cream beige or vanilla just won't do. Bone. And finally, you know it. You love it. You demanded it. Royal Blue! Befitting a true champion, Royal Blue will be the predominant home jersey for the L.A. Rams this year, though it won't debut until Game 6 versus the Carolina Panthers. Oh, L.A. Rams, you big tease. A perfect match for the skies of sunny Southern California. No one will have the blues when they see their defending champions emerge from the tunnel decked out in the color of kings. All hail L.A. Rams! And that is your Rams fashion show, Ram Glam, for 2022. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Larry, you, you you honestly do that voice too well. It's a little bit scary. It's a little bit scary. Well, yeah. You don't know how much I've been practicing that uh, over the <laughs> it, Labor Day weekend. My my family thinks I'm bananas. You know? <laughs> I just can't wait. I mean, I could Google it right now, but I can't wait to see what bone looks like. Like I'm I'm looking at my teeth. I'm like, well, these are bones. Is that the is that the color that they're gonna be? There may be a little coffee well, stain, but. You already know because they haven't introduced any new uniforms this year, Kevin, as Mm. far as I can tell. Bone was actually a little more predominant last year. They're only using it for two games this year. But uh, the fan reaction to kind of the modern throwback uh, jerseys have been has been so strong that they're they're sticking with those. So they're going to look a little more kind of traditional and uh, and kind of uh, the bone maybe was just a little too flashy <laughs> for Got it. everybody. Yeah, so let's keep it a, keep it to a minimum. Well, it's, yeah. it's uh, you know, it, I think the Rams have done a, I think they've done a great job with the, in fact, we were talking off the, off the mic before the first episode about kind of the new logo. I mean, it's now at least two seasons in and yeah. it's taken a little bit of warming up uh, for, at least for us. I know we were kind of talking about, um, I, I do like the uniforms that the just sort of g- general uniforms and sort of the yes. twist in the Rams. There's something about the way LA is, is sort of spread out though on that, on that, um, that proper LA Rams logo that it just doesn't, hasn't quite sat right with me, but it's growing on me. I'm be, I'm getting more and more attached to it. Yeah, I, I've felt the same way. I guess it, it it looks like it's trying to be a little too modern to me, and I and I tend to gravitate towards some of the more classic or traditional looking ones with 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 maybe a twist. And I don't know. This you're right. The L A logo in the new Rams. Uh, you know, series of logos has not really done anything for me yet, but I'm I'm wearing it. You I'm, are, you know, yeah, it, yeah, and it looks good on you. And now when I see it, I'm like, oh, another Rams fan. This is very exciting. Um, <laughs> so we got fashion done. That fashion is number one on the checklist every time. So I'm glad we got that taken care of. Yep. yep. Um, and it's it's people have been demanding it. People, yeah. yes, and they will continue to, and we we certainly expect you to continue that trend. Um, but you know, we were talking about uh, some some special Rams players uh, with Andy and the and the fantasy draft. 
I came across uh, the NFL, they released their top 100 players of 2022. And I actually texted right. you to tell you, uh, Larry, if you haven't seen this list yet, just don't look at it, okay? And and <laughs> and thankfully, being the, the not-so-great fan that you are, you hadn't clicked on it yet. <laughs> no. And, and the funny thing is, I did see that come through, and it was like, oh, you know what? I kind of can't wait to read that. And yeah. I had set it aside in my email, uh-huh. and I never got back to it. And then when you told me to hold off, I immediately went and looked at it and cheated. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. So, you have no, all no, the information no. that you need. No, I have not read it. Um, I haven't given it a second thought since you said that because it's 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 a lot less effort for me. So exactly. this is perfect. I can fill yeah. in the blanks for you. So um, it, yeah, it is a fascinating thing to look at. If you just go and look up the NFL's top 100 players, you can get some insight on on all the players throughout the league. But um, Larry, I'm going to ask you a couple questions just to see um, how, how well you know the uh, players of the NFL and specifically some of these Rams, all right? All right. I, in, in two episodes, I have already established that I am notoriously terrible at these quizzes. So let's <laughs> give it a shot. Let's see what happens. You may know this one already. Let's find out right off the bat. The first question is, uh, in this top 100 players list, how many LA Rams are in the top 10? How many Ooh. LA Rams got a top 10 spot, which is pretty high up? And I do have, uh, uh, actually, I, I did not make multiple choice for this one. I'm just going to ask you to, to, right. to guess no, it. Uh, yeah, um, uh, off the top of my head, I was going to say three, but I think it might only be two. Mm-hmm. Do you have names coming to mind, or do you? I mean, you, uh, that's not uh, part of the question. And, Stafford and Cup, actually. <clears throat> so you're th- you're going to go with two? Yeah. All right, Larry, that is incorrect. My buzzer is no is not uh, is not up, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, well, there it is. Let's get that wrong buzzer in. Um, it is it is actually three, and oh. um, and surprisingly enough. Matthew Stafford is not one of those three. I think. I think this oh, is. I would, you know what? I wasn't counting Aaron Donald. He should be in there. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Um, who, who am I missing? We got uh, Aaron Donald. He's number two on the list. Wow. Uh, Cooper Cup is number four on the list, and Jalen Ramsey took uh, ah. took the number nine spot. Um, Matthew Stafford, for the record, was uh, twenty seven. So I mean, he's top thirty. I think. Oh, wow. I think there's sort of an ongoing sort of controversy about Matthew Stafford being underrated. At least that's at least amongst Rams fans feeling like. You know, I mean, the dude just won a Super Bowl, but yeah, twenty seven oh, seems pretty fair. Seems pr- that's, that's pretty high. I, up. Gu- I guess you know, I, out of the entire, I, I feel like that could be higher considering how. Uh, proficient he was last season but yeah he's getting older and uh, he does you know he's lost a lot of mobility and he relies a lot on the uh, on the players around him but um yeah i think i think he deserves a little better than that but all right so Uh, once again uh, tanked on that one let's try another a a quick rundown of the top 10 tom brady number one aaron donald number two for the second straight year in a row aaron Rodgers three cooper cup four and then jonathan taylor who i had not even heard of until andy mentioned him earlier he's an indianapolis Mm -hmm. colt at number five T.J. Watt at six, Devontae Adams seven, Mahomes at eight, Jalen Ramsey nine, Travis Kelsey ten. You can look up the whole list, they, they have, right. but a pretty okay. good list. Um, here's your next question. Um, I told you that uh, Aaron Donald uh, for two years in a row is now at number two. Cooper Cup took the number four spot on the list. What number was Cooper Cup on last year's list of the top 100? Oh. And I do have options for you so we can help narrow it down for you. All right. Was he... Number 18, number 80, or was he not on the list at all? See, uh, I was going to say it's possible he wasn't even on the radar enough to make the list. If you're thinking about the beginning of last year, he wasn't even, I don't think, at the beginning of last season considered 
the number one receiver. So it's going to be either 80 or not on the list. I'm going to say not on the list last year. Larry, you are correct. Ah. Yeah, it, it, to your point, just um, just shows how kind of, not, not entirely out of nowhere he came, but uh, no one expected him to have the insanely good season that he had last year. And he it just skyrocketed him to number four on the list after not even, he made a, That's, I think in 2019, I, w- I was reading, he, he came somewhere around 80. So he's been on the list. But uh, yeah, to be number four after not even being on the list just really shows you the explosiveness of last year. That's form. a huge turnaround, and you know he's uh, hopefully will. As Andy mentioned earlier, uh, he's going to have a bunch of people on him, so it will maybe give an opportunity for someone else to shine. But I got to yeah. think, you know, he's he's an incredible route runner. He yeah. finds a way to get open. I certainly don't think he's going to get shut down this season. So um, yeah. well deserving to yeah. be at number four. Definitely agree. Okay, and then I have one last question regarding this list. So the, the big news for Rams fans is that there are three Rams in the top 10. And uh, Jalen Ramsey, who's one of those, gave the nickname uh, for the three of them, the Hidden Hills Gang, because uh, <laughs> they all live in Hidden Hills here in Southern California. Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, and Cooper Cup. And he did so by replying to a tweet that the Rams put out. And he said, literally the tweet just said, the Hidden Hills Gang. Larry, that was followed by an emoji. Which emoji did Jalen Ramsey follow up the Hidden Hills Gang with? Was it A, the crying laughing emoji, B, the smiling with sunglasses emoji, or C, the party face emoji, which of course is the hat and the little kazoo thing coming out, (laughs) uh, the, the little horn blower. Which, the Hidden Hills Gang, Crying, laughing, sunglasses, or party face emoji? Um, I think it's because it's so common. It was probably right there on his most recent emojis button on his iPhone. I'm going to say the crying, laughing emoji. Just it was he he didn't get any more creative than that. I mean, if he had said Hidden Hills Gang, he could have put a cowboy hat or a cactus, uh, you know, or something. Am I right? You got it right. There was Uh not. Oh, look at that. No, the first quiz I've ever gotten correct. Two out of three. (laughs) Good job. Two out of three, Larry. Very proud of you. Um, Jalen Ramsey uh, did probably go to his most recently used one, and and maybe look, I'm, I'm sure Jalen Ramsey listens to us. So Jalen, we're just uh, we're just challenging you to get a little more, cre- put a little mermaid in there, maybe next time, just to throw us completely <laughs> off. Let us know that you heard us. <laughs> oh wow! Well, yeah, do you, Jay, yeah, expand. You, you got to really expand your emoji game. Totally, there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. But you know, awesome. focus on your game on the field. If that, we don't want this to be a distraction. So if your emojis need to be crying emojis from here on out, that's okay. Okay, we understand. Maybe in the off season, we'll we'll expect a little more creativity. Um, well, folks, we are just a few days away. Uh, as you hear this, uh, just a couple of days away from the opening of the NFL season, the first game of the uh, Los Angeles Rams as they take on the Buffalo Bills. It will not be a walk in the park. Uh, for a game one. Uh, I think it's going to be really interesting to see those two teams, both with so much momentum uh, going into the beginning of a season with a a bunch of new faces, but uh, essentially the core groups coming back. Uh, I think it's going to be a really good game one. Do you have any kind of prediction, Kevin, other than just something as simple as, ah, Rams are going to get it. I, you know, I, I was just going to say, it's it's hard to ask for a better matchup than this. Like, if I had to think about what a dream contender for the first game of the season, I, I, I would say, let's see the Bills. I think this is going to be exciting. 
I, look, the optimistic, emotional part of me is going to say Rams are going to win, and um, I don't know. I'm expect. I'm just going to expect some electric plays. I don't have. A, I don't have a prediction beyond it's going to be good. There's going to be some great offense to see, and uh, and Rams are going to come out on top. Yep, I feel the same way. I do think it's going to be a good game. It is not going to be a blowout. I think on either side. I do think the Rams will be victorious. They've just got too many good parts in place and uh and, and also the just the home crowd is going to be rocking yeah. yeah uh man what a what a fun game we will be here actually uh look for another welcome to the bandwagon uh post game report on friday here in your podcast feed on the odyssey app or anywhere you get your podcast and we hope that you are jumping on please uh subscribe Wherever you get your podcasts, uh, rate us and review us if you get the chance, especially if you like it. Uh, if it's if it's really negative, uh, we'd prefer not to hear <laughs> yeah. about it because we're yeah. very sensitive. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. I don't want to cry myself to sleep at night, but uh, thank, thanks for being here and, uh, and welcome aboard. Welcome to the bandwagon. He's Larry and I'm Kevin. Welcome to the bandwagon.